The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I look out here and I see um, all of us, we have a great many differences between all of us, are different in a lot of ways. But one thing that we do all have in common is that we all like new things. I, I haven't met anyone who says that they can't stand new things. We like new things. I I think it's part of the way that God has made us. Now, of course, it can be taken too far. Uh, It it, it can, the enjoyment of new things can lead to greed easily. It can lead to a a life that's motivated simply in, in the pursuit of gathering as many new things as possible. That's taking it too far for sure. But the enjoyment of new things... The enjoyment of, of, yeah, of things that are new, that, that seems to be uh, just part of how God has made us. Now, new things always comes hand-in-hand hand with change as well. If you recently bought a new car, it probably has more buttons on the steering wheel than the last one did. It calls for some change to learn how, what all those buttons do. The same thing with a new TV. The remote has a, has a whole new set of buttons on it, maybe even a microphone, something that maybe didn't exist on the last one. Even new shoes take some time to break into them or for our feet to adjust to new shoes. Easter is a season of things being made new. I don't think it's an accident that we celebrated, at least in this part of the world, uh, or that we celebrated that for us, it's in the springtime when new life is springing up, springing up all around us. Before Easter, as far as anyone could tell, death was the end. All there was to live for was, was living. Easter changed all that. Death still exists, still exists, of course, but we come to see that through Jesus, it's not the end of the story. Something new has been presented to God's people. And that's not the first time that uh, there's been a change from God and at something new. We saw it right at creation, when God took the chaos of nothingness and built from that um, something new, creation itself, something good. The forgiveness of sins is something new, too. Through Jesus, we know that sin doesn't have to have the last say. And in a few weeks' time, we'll, when we celebrate Pentecost, We'll see how the Holy Spirit makes things new in the lives of the disciples, and they too are changed. New things brings about change. I think it's really appropriate that we're celebrating Mother's Day today too, because mothers in many ways are they're they're professionals at new things and at change. 
And I mean that because, uh, well, if any of us go to the store to buy something new, we get to pick out what that new thing is. Mothers, parents, but especially mothers, they don't get to pick the, the new life that, that comes from them. Uh, it's, it's a gift that's given. They don't get to choose the children that they have. It's always a gift, and they always love their children. Fathers, of course, bringing up new children is a change for them too, but not quite in the same way as for mothers, who may have to make a great many changes in their lives to accommodate the new life that comes forth into their, into their growing family. In the first reading today, uh, we see, learn about some how the newness of the good news brings about change for many people, especially those in the early church. We have this moment when St. Paul and some, some disciples, they go to a city, and because they are Jewish themselves, they start off at the synagogue. Maybe they were invited there as guest speakers. So they go there to the synagogue, and they start off with something very familiar to the people. They start talking about the Jewish scriptures, something the people were very familiar with. They'd heard them all the time, just as we hear the scriptures here all the time. But although the scriptures were familiar, St. Paul and the disciples were, um, were, were demonstrating to the people how the good news, how the death and resurrection of our Lord, uh, brings new meaning to those same scriptures. They may have been old and ancient, Yet there's something brand new being brought through them uh, 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 and through the events of Easter. And what they found there is that were, there was, uh, this was very divisive to the community. There were some in the community who welcomed the new good news. There are those who welcomed the words of St. Paul and the other disciples who embraced it, who had perhaps been longing for this new good news for some time. And then there were others who were very much against this new message and wanted to drive St. Paul and the disciples out of the city. Here's a change that's brought about, both for those in the synagogue who heard the words, as well as for St. Paul and the disciples who were being driven away. I think it brings up a question for us. How do we handle change? How do we handle um, new things that bring change in our life? There's a couple ways. First, first, one of the first things we do is we categorize the new thing, the change. We might call it good or bad or welcome or unwelcome. Regardless of if the new, the new thing is a surprise or if it's planned, uh, we will categorize it in that way. And what are we going to do with that? Um, it's easy when the change is welcome. And our response to that may be a response of gratitude, of giving thanks and praise to God for how he works through change and making all things new. It's a bigger challenge, though, when a new change is unwelcome. How might we react then? I think we can get some hint from this first reading once again. St. Paul and the disciples, they leave the city, they leave the town as they're driven away, um, but they recognize that even though some, maybe even most of those who heard the message of the good news weren't ready to welcome it, at least at that time, there was a group of people who were ready to welcome it. And St. Paul and the disciples, they leave kind of praising God because they recognize that an opportunity 
has been presented to them. Not all things went well in that visit, but some things did. Not all of the, the, the ways that they were received was welcomed, um, and yet there were still even a small group that did welcome them. And so that's where they started to deliver their message. It wasn't just to the Jewish people. They realized it was the Gentile people, the Greek pagans of the time that were, many were welcoming the good news. And it's to them that St. Paul and the disciples start preaching the message of the good news. Instead of being uh, um, distraught at the rejection, they were able to recognize opportunity there. And I think that's the tactic we can approach when we find a change or something new that's unwelcome for us. We might look at where some opportunity might still be there. This is going to be really difficult, of course, in some cases, of course. I look out here among all of us and we see, well, we've all been, our lives have been filled with change, at least for the last two years, all kinds of changes. But regard, aside from pandemics, our lives are always filled with changes. New jobs, lost jobs, new relationships, lost relationships, failing health, recovery, health recovery, changes in our financial situation. All kinds of changes happen in our lives all the time. Some welcome, some not. Regardless, I think there's a call here to take a look at where, always, where is opportunity? St. Paul, I think they were able, and the disciples were able to give praise to God because they knew God works, he can always work through change. Um, the cross is a great example of that. cross is certainly an unwelcome change for Jesus in the early church, and yet God is able to work even there. Certainly in our own lives, with the crosses we bear, with the welcome changes or unwelcome changes, God can work there too. So this, I think this is a call for us for the season of Easter to recognize that in all places God can work. Change, uh, even unwelcome change, there can always be some opportunity. So maybe we just pray and ask God to open up our hearts and reveal to us where opportunities may be that might seem elusive to us in moments. God of all, we pray in gratitude for the many ways that you work in our world. We pray for the ways that you work, can work through change and through making all things new. We ask especially for those individuals who may find uh, some change to be unwelcome or difficult to open up their eyes and their hearts to recognize where you may be present and working even in the most difficult moments of our life. This prayer we make in the name of Jesus our Lord. Amen.